Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow girl. Hey guys. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. So this is the month of ER. If you missed that episode on the podcast or the video within our Facebook community, I encourage you, go watch that video. It's awesome. And uh, we know that there's a theme here. And then one of the themes is all about healing. And I had just shared on my social media the other day a post about 2018. I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. I thought that over time things would just take care of themselves and I would be okay. Unfortunately, I was bleeding so much out of a place that you should never bleed and I couldn't process food. Um, I knew there was something wrong and of course I googled it and I saw all the um, options of possibilities that would be wrong and I finally went to a doctor and was diagnosed with um, an autoimmune disease and was told basically I'd be on medication for the rest of my life. So uh, if you know anything about me in my personal life, I don't always share about these things uh, publicly, but we try to heal ourselves as naturally and holistically as possible. Um, we are a huge advocate for chiropractic care. Uh, we're a huge advocate of essential oils and just really the supplements that the Lord has given us. So, and, and just that our, our bodies, how awesome and amazing our bodies are. Not to say that there aren't uh, places and times where modern medicine and uh, it, it's good, but it's not our first choice. Our kids have never had Tylenol. Let me just put it that way. Like we believe that you, that God gave us the ability to fight fevers for a reason. Like the fever kills off the things. And again, there's a limit to that, right? Um, but anyways, I could do a whole thing on that, but that's not what this is about. All that to say that I had shared that my testimony is that I have this autoimmune disease. I was wreaking havoc. I couldn't eat. I was miserable. I didn't feel good. I thought I was dying. And this guy tells me that, you know, you have a very severe case of this and you're, you're going to be on the rest this for the rest of your life. And I walked out of there like, absolutely not. I'm not accepting that. And words have the power to speak life or death. And I'm not saying that that doctor had ill intentions, uh, but I know that he is, that's what he thought. And I'm like, you don't know the God I serve. And the God I serve, Jesus came to heal us. And he wants to heal us in a lot of different ways. And so it just got me to thinking. Uh, and you know, I started to pray and Jehovah Rapha, God, our healer, that is who God is. He is our healer. And I never linked communion to healing. But the more I dug into communion, as that can be a very traditional thing that we do in church. I know growing up, we did it once a month in church. It was just something that we did. And I couldn't wait to get like, you know, the little cup and the little cookie. And I thought it was like a little picnic in the middle of in in you know just the middle of a service and the older I have gotten and once we started actually 
celebrating on Fridays a traditional um, a Shabbat dinner, which includes taking communion, which at first I thought, this is kind of weird. Don't we have to do this in church? But I look at scripture and it says that we are supposed to take communion. Jesus says, do this and do this often in remembrance of me. And that, I've heard that, but I never thought that I could do communion at home. And then when we started to do that in remembrance of Jesus and what he did for us, I started to see it differently. And so I wanted to share with you guys a little bit about that and my story, um, as well as to invite you um, this Friday in our group. And I want to make this a regular tradition, right? If we're going to do this at church, why not do this as sisters in Christ on a regular basis? And I want you to know, I took communion the other morning. I was sitting with the Lord and uh, I was I was wrestling with some things. And I'm like, man, I just... this. I, I know peace and this isn't it. And I know I'm wrestling with something. I don't quite know what it is. I can't quite identify what the issue is. But I know that through Jesus, I'm supposed to feel, I'm supposed to be healed. I know that I should be able to feel peace about this. And so I thought, you know what? Jesus paid the price for this already. Whatever I'm wrestling with, whether it's a spiritual battle or something, I don't know. I felt like the Lord was prompting me to take communion. And I walked into my kitchen. I got a juice out of our fridge because wasn't, you know, thinking about drinking wine at, uh, at, I don't know, it was like 6.30 in the morning. Um, and we, I was like, there's a hot dog bun right there, right? These little hot dog buns. And I ripped off a piece of bread and I poured some juice into a cup and I took communion that morning. And I will tell you instantly, the heaviness was taken away. And again, I don't even know what I was wrestling against. I just know that we wrestle against, you know, we think it's against flesh and blood, but it's not against powers and principalities. It's against the evils, the darkness. It's against the enemy, right? And I was like, I don't want this. And I felt like the Lord was just like, come, come, do this in remembrance of me. I already paid the price so that you can live life and live it abundantly to the full. Anyways, all that to say, since this is the month of ER, right? We talked about this is the month of healing. This is a month that the Lord wants to heal you. He wants to take your bitter and he wants to make it sweet. He wants to take your bitter. He wants to make it better. Whether it's a physical healing that you need, a spiritual, a mental, an emotional, a relational, a financial, I don't know what you're wrestling with, but I do know that Jesus came so that we can be healed. And what better time to take communion together as a body of Christ, as sisters in Christ, than this month, right? In the, in this month of ER. So this Friday at 11 a.m. Wait, am I saying that right? Um, at, oh man, I think 11 a.m. I'll post just to confirm. Um, at 11 a.m. Eastern, right? So some of you guys got to figure that out with your time zones. 11 a.m. Eastern, we are going to break bread together and we're going to remember what Jesus did for us. And so I want to kind of just tell a little bit about it. I don't want to get too deep into all the things, but I was reading and in, in, I, I love, you guys know, I love reading different translations of God's word. I was raised on King James and then I have been exploring all the other translations to kind of wrap my head around it. But there were some really cool things that I got even just this morning. Um, I was reading in Acts. I'm reading through Acts right now. And the Lord kind of re reconfirmed that, yes, Jesus came so that we can be healed. And you think about so many of the miracles Jesus did was healing. And so, again, I don't know what healing you need in your life, but Jesus was a, he gave us an example of doing communion, not as a tradition, um, and that, that it just is this, this thing we do. And I love in the message version, 
It says, you must never let familiarity breed content. And he's talking about doing communion. What you must solemnly realize is that every time you eat this bread and every time you drink this cup, you reenact in your words and actions the death of the master. You will be drawn back to this meal again and again until the master returns. I'm like, man, I don't know that I do that again and again. It's just like, did I go to church on that Sunday that it happened? But God, Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Do it often in remembrance of me. But you must never let familiarity breed content. I hope I'm saying that right. Sounds weird coming off my tongue. Familiar, familiarity, familiarity. Anyways, you know what I'm talking about. I think sometimes we can do stuff as traditions that we don't even take a second to pause and recognize the significance in it. For example, I've shared with you guys before, like the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer was the perfect example of how Jesus taught the disciples how to pray. Literally, that's why he did it. They said, how? we don't know. How do we pray? How do we pray? And he's like, let me tell you. Let me share this with you. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I have said that so many times in school, in church. I went to a private school till ninth grade. I mean, I've said that so many times that it's just, I know it. But until the Lord was like, hey, pause, pause. Don't let that tradition, don't let that breed contempt. With contempt, you know, I looked up the definition of that because I'm, uh, I love to do that when I want to really understand it. And the version that it, or the word that it said, hold on, let me see if I can still have it up here. It said that contempt is the feeling or attitude of regarding something or someone as inferior, base, uh, or, or worthless. Like it just doesn't, it's like there's no importance in it, right? And that is like we can kind of think, oh, it's just it's just words, right? Just like communion. We can think it's just this tradition that we do in church. Um, but the reason why Jesus gave us that example to do it was so that we remembered. Jesus is the bread of life and his blood was shed for us. And so the wine represents Jesus's blood. In my case, the other morning, it was juice. Uh, often, you know, churches do grape juice usually. Um, and the bread, it's like whether it's a cracker, whether it is a cookie, um, whether it's a hot dog bun, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I think we can get, you know, we can get wrapped up in religion, but, but, but Jesus wants us to do a, a, something like a piece of bread and something that represents the blood of Jesus, like wine or like juice, so that we can remember what Jesus came for by his stripes, which is the times that he was, you know, slashed and he was beaten and crucified, we are healed. That's in Isaiah 53. And so let's not let the tradition of communion um, steal the importance and the significance of the remembering Jesus's blood that was shed and his life. He is the bread of life. And so I think it'll be really fun for us um, and fun might not be the word, but it'll be really powerful for us as sisters in Christ to come together on Friday um, at 11 a.m. Eastern and break bread together, just like Jesus did with the disciples, so that we are remembering what Jesus did for us. And I love this too in this one translation. It says um, that communion is a spiritual meal. It's like a love feast. Um, and I was reading this morning in Acts and it was talking about Paul, Paul doing all these crazy miracles. And it says, God did extraordinary miracles through Paul so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were, were taken to the sick and their illnesses were cured and the evil spirits left them. That's a whole other little journey that the Lord um, has kind of taken me on a little bit like, hmm, who would want us to be sick, right? It would be the enemy. And I believe that there is something tied to spiritual, um, sp it just says the, the, 
Their illnesses were cured and the evil spirits left them. Hmm. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus. They know who God is. And so by us taking um, communion, we can remind the enemy what we know. We know who won. We know that by his stripes we are healed. And whatever battles we're facing and whatever needs healing in our lives, we can say, hey, yeah, maybe this is something where we are experiencing, we're battling in the natural, but in the supernatural, by his blood, by his um yeah, by the sh- his stripes, we are healed. I mean, come on. Can I get an amen? I don't know about you, but if you have never taken communion in your house, we're going to do it this Friday. So I encourage you, um, get some grape juice or maybe your kid's juice box. I don't know. Um, I don't. Uh, or if you want to do wine, go for it. Um, we could do wine and get some sort of bread. You can get traditional um you can get challah bread, which is so good. Uh, we usually do that for our traditional, our, our Shabbat dinners, which has been so fun. I just, I never grew up doing anything like that. But really, it's welcoming the Lord into your house. And um, he's already there, right? He's already there. God is om- omnipresent. But when you can welcome him in and, and really start the Sabbath with just this, you know, and Jesus is the light. Anyways, that's a whole other thing. If you want to know about a traditional Shabbat dinner, there are resources in our community. You can look it up in the unit section. Actually, I think Facebook just changed. It's no longer called units, but it's there's a resource there. But anyways, I am so excited to um, take communion with you this Friday, and I am hoping that we make this a um, just a, a monthly thing that we do together. And I want to encourage you, um, as I, again, was studying this a little bit more, I had found a um, a doctor who also had studied this a bit, and he said that as he researched the passage, he learned that communion, also called the Lord's Supper, originated in Jesus' last observance of the Passover, the night before his crucifixion. crucifixion. During that meal, Jesus shared a cup of wine and said it was the new covenant in his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. He also broke bread and said it represented his body. As I meditated on the symbolism of the broken bread, his body, I thought about the stripes, the 39 stripes he received when he was scorched. He had literally taken the beating due us for our sin. And I realized the discerning the body of the Lord meant our focus should be on the Lord. He had already paid the price for our healing by his stripes, by the scourging he experienced and that we do not have to be sick. You don't have to accept the diagnosis that the doctor gave you. And and again, not to, um, we, I have doctor friends, so it's not saying they're bad people or that, you know, they don't believe in God's healing, but we have to believe in the ultimate physician. We have to believe in God's healing power beyond the natural, right? The supernatural. We want his super to touch our natural. Just like we talk about the weapons that we have, as children of God, they are not like artillery, like, you know, you would think of a normal army. We know that the the sword of the spirit, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, right? We could talk about all of the things that he has gifted us with. And one of the things that we are gifted with is the opportunity to tap into the supernatural by remembering what Jesus did for us. Um, he has, I have this really great article about this specifically. Um, yeah, it, he said the, this passage is repeated in Matthew 8, 17 and 1 Peter 2, 24 because it's so important. Jesus took our sin and died to pay the price and by the wounds in his body, we have been healed. When we discern his body, we are to consider this important fact. And so anyways, I could go on and on about that, um, but I am so excited to share a little bit more about this with you guys and to make this something that we do 
regularly, right? You don't even have to wait till Friday. If you feel like the Lord is telling you now, go do it. Go do it right now, whether you have a, a hot dog bun or a kid's cookie or whatever and some juice, um, go do it because we know that by his stripes we are healed and Jesus already paid the price. Jesus already paid the price for you and me to be healed. So I love you guys. I will see you Friday live here um, with an opportunity to pray and thank God, thank Jesus for what he did for us and um, what we can already claim in his name. So I love you guys. Happy Wednesday. I'll see you Friday. Hey friend, if you're listening to this episode and you got this far and you are curious about taking communion with us as a sisterhood, head on over to Garden of Favor Bloom Society Facebook community where there are thousands of other Jesus-loving entrepreneurs who would love to break bread with you and claim healing in Jesus' name together. So head on over there and uh, my heart is to make this a regular thing. So if you missed it and you're listening to the replay of this, still want to encourage you head on over to our community where you can connect with myself and thousands of other women like you who love the Lord, want to put him first and uh, grow his kingdom uh, through our business, through our business tree. So I will see you over there and I'll leave the link in the show notes uh, in case you have trouble finding it. All right. See you soon.